Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, what's up? It's Savannah. Welcome back to another episode of My Thoughts Exactly. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so, so happy that you are here. If you're watching me on YouTube right now and you're thinking, Sav, like this lighting is giving very much like interrogation room vibes. I know it is currently 345 and there is some sort of a wicked storm going on outside that's making it actually like scary, scary dark. You know, when it's like eerily dark outside and it's like supposed to be you know, not. That's the vibes that it's giving. And it's windy. I literally felt like I was in uh, the Wizard of Oz a second ago when like everything, is it a tornado that, I don't know. I haven't seen the Wizard of Oz in forever, but it was just giving those vibes. Anyways, hi, how are you? I hope you're having a great week. And I'm really, really excited about today's episode for a multitude of reasons. I feel like first off, it's just very important. It's a very important topic. As you can tell by the title, we are talking about trusting ourselves, having trust issues, trusting ourselves. And we're talking about it in a couple different facets. The whole umbrella of trust, it could be broken up into so many different little segments. And that's kind of what we're going to do today. We're going to talk a lot about the importance of trusting yourself, how to get there with trusting yourself. And if we have time at the end, we're also going to be segueing that into trusting yourself in a new relationship, because that's something that I just think is a really important topic. And it's something that I've actually been talking about with my friends a lot lately. And I think of you guys as my friends, you guys are my friends. So I want to let you in on that conversation too, just because I think it's very, very important. But in terms of my relationship with trust and trusting myself. I have not had a good relationship with trusting myself, honestly, until about two years ago. And before that, I definitely was someone who didn't have my own voice. I was someone who relied on everyone else's opinions in every single situation that I was in. It didn't matter how big, it didn't matter how small, no matter what the situation was, whether that was what coffee order I was going to get in the morning all the way into, you know, whether or not I should end a relationship with someone. I was constantly looking to other people to make these decisions for me because I didn't trust myself enough to make them for myself. And so for a very very long time, what I was finding myself doing is constantly reaching out to every single person I knew, like the closest people in my life. And, you know, maybe sometimes not the closest people in my life, constantly reaching out to other people to make decisions for me. And in doing so, not only when I look back, does that show such a lack of trust within myself in doing so, the consequence of that was that I lost my own voice. I lost my sense of independence and individuality. And I didn't even know what my own opinion about anything was because I was constantly looking to other people to make decisions for me. And in doing so, the consequence in doing so was that I lost my voice. I lost my sense of individuality 
reality. I lost my opinion in everything because I was constantly being saturated by what other people were telling me, what other people thought. And I wasn't just reaching out to like one or two people. There's this saying that goes that I don't know if you guys just heard, but there's thunder going on. I'm like wrapped up in a blanket right now. This is very much cozy vibes, but hopefully the power doesn't go out. This is going to be a very interesting episode. Um, but there's a saying that basically says that if you're telling more than three people a story, or if you're looking to more than three people for advice, or you want to tell them something, you want their opinion, that you're not looking for advice, you're looking for attention. And while I was never looking for attention, I was constantly reaching out to multiple people. I would say I would reach out to like seven or eight people about like anything that was going on. And that was a very draining experience because as much as I value my friends' opinions and I value, you know, what they would do if they were in my shoes, the fact of the matter is, is that they weren't. I was the only one that was going through the experience. And, you know, this is different. It's all, you know, context. You know, if you have one person that you rely on or, you know, you have your one friend that you just like your best friend, you tell everything to. But that just wasn't the case for me. I was constantly just telling other people everything to see what they would do so they can make the decisions for me, regardless of what my gut instinct was telling me, because I did have that. But my gut was almost being masked by what everyone else was thinking and saying and telling me what I should do because there were just so many opinions going around. And I honestly didn't even realize what was happening or the consequences of that until I was having a conversation with my life coach. We were having multiple conversations and she looked at me. We were, I forget what the circumstance was, like what the context, what was going on. But she was like, do you ever get exhausted about like, calling everyone you know like looking to so many people for different advice or opinions she goes what if all of that went away and then you just what does savannah want like what what would you do if all of that went away you couldn't call anyone your phone you know got thrown in the ocean what would you do and i really had to sit there because it made me think like what would i do what do i want and that was not something that i had ever thought about before and it was really you know Looking back, I can admit now, a lot of it was because I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust myself to make the right decisions. And I really do think that some of that is probably deep rooted into like childhood, not to get into like a therapy session here, but I definitely was, you know, I was coddled a little bit as a child, I would say. I think my mom would even admit sometimes she was a little bit of a helicopter parent. And not that that's a bad thing by any means, but I think because of that, I was not really used to making decisions on my own. So when it got time to start making decisions on my own, I couldn't do it and I didn't trust myself to do it. And so I started looking to everyone else to make these decisions for me because I didn't trust myself. And on top of that, I'm an overthinker and I have crazy anxiety. So I think that that's where my lack of trust in myself really comes from. I never was, you know, I never had to make a lot of big decisions in my life. I never had to make a lot of decisions, period. A lot of decisions were made for me. And because of that, I was constantly looking for other people's opinions, validation, gratification, all of it. I was always looking to other people and I had anxiety. I still have anxiety. And so that combined with the overthinking of constantly just hyper analyzing every situation and really driving myself into a spiral because of it. I was overanalyzing every little thing, everything that was said, everything that was done so much so that I couldn't just look at the bigger picture and be like, okay, this is what happened this is where we're going to go from here. I just couldn't trust myself to make 
any decision. And that was very, very difficult. And it was very exhausting and very draining. And if you're the type of person where you hyperanalyze every single little decision ever, because either you're type A like me and you just like need to overanalyze it or you have anxiety over it or you need to make sure you get it right the first time. That was a big one too. I always felt like if I made the wrong decision, then like the world was going to end. And that's just also simply not true. I think that that's just a tale that we tell ourselves that if we make a mistake or if we do the wrong thing or if we choose the wrong thing, choose the wrong path, then we're like doomed forever. That's also not true and not valid and most things can be readjusted and redirected So now let's move on and talk about how to get to the point of trusting yourself and what the key components in that are. And personally, for me, I think the biggest key component of trusting yourself and something that goes hand in hand, very parallel to that, is having a solid sense of self and a good relationship with yourself. Because without a solid sense of self and without a good relationship with yourself, without self-love, you will always have doubt. There's always going to be doubt. You're going to doubt if you're good enough. You're going to doubt your value, your worth. And because of that, you're never going to be able to fully trust yourself. When you look at the people that you admire, when you look at the people that you look up to and that you respect, they probably all have a couple you know, patterns of behavior and patterns of characteristics, that being that they probably all have a good head on their shoulders. They probably are someone who is respectable, someone who's admirable, someone who feels confident within themselves and has a good sense of self, who respect themselves and people who are confident in their decision making. Those are the types of people that we are looking towards and two, but, and you know, and that's all great and fine. You can still do that. But what's important as well is to gain those characteristics within yourself. And a lot of that starts with having a very good sense of self and a good, healthy relationship with yourself. And in doing so, you're going to become very connected to yourself. You're going to be able to listen to your body, to your emotions, to your intuition. You're going to get to the point where you know yourself better than anyone else. So there's no real point in asking a bunch of different people for their advice or what they would do because your sense of self and what's best for you and your intuition is going to be so strong. You're not going to doubt that anymore. And so a lot of ways that I like to do that, because again, this is like, you know, you practice what you preach. This is way easier said than done. I could sit here and say all of this to you, but it's like, okay, Samantha, how do I get to that point, right? Like, what do I have to do or what should I do, you know, to get to a point where I feel more connected with myself, with my emotions, my likes, my dislikes, things like that. To me, and you know, this just, it varies from person to person. We've talked about this a lot in previous episodes when it comes to, you know, romanticizing your life, taking yourself out, you know, on dates, finding hobbies that you can do with yourself. That's really important. Being able to do things where you feel, you know, being able to do things alone where you're really just connecting to yourself is super super important. Taking time to remove yourself from all of the background noise, that way you can focus on yourself, your energy, your emotions, and feel really connected to yourself. That's what's really important here. So whether that looks to you, you know, this could be anything. This could be journaling. 
This could be meditating. This could be painting. This could be going on long drives. This could be working out. This could be taking yourself out on a dinner date. Whatever sounds most enjoyable for you, whatever your favorite hobby is or whatever hobby you want to start trying, those are little things and ways in which you can connect with yourself a little bit more. And it takes you out of the mundane, everyday, day-to-day of life tasks. And it truly is getting to know yourself, dating yourself, forming a healthy relationship with yourself. This helps in so many facets of life that we have talked about. Honestly, probably in 80% of the episode topics that we discuss, we always talk about what the importance is in having a good relationship with yourself. And this is going to help you astronomically when it comes to trusting yourself. Because if you don't really know who you are, if you don't know your sense of self, why would you trust yourself? It's the same way of saying that you would like trust an acquaintance or a stranger that you don't really know. So finding ways in which you really connect with yourself and figure out what you like, what you dislike, your emotions, being really in tune with your emotions. That way you can protect yourself from whatever life throws at you. It's really important to figure out what makes you happy, what makes you sad, what makes you angry, what makes you frustrated. That way you can count on yourself and you can rely on yourself to either avoid or enter those situations when they happen because you need to be able to count on yourself because in a world where everyone is hyper-focused on what everyone else thinks of them and social media and what we put out into the world and you know all of that, the highlight reel, at the end of the day, when it all goes away, when it all goes away, you're just left with yourself and hopefully your loved ones but you need to get to the point where you trust that no one else has your best interests like you do and again you know when you have parents and siblings and you know partners and all of that I'm not saying that no one else has your best interest because that's entirely false there are so many people in life if you're lucky who have your best interest at heart but you also deserve to be one of them and that's the key takeaway in all of this is that we can have a bunch of people friends acquaintances family partners siblings who are telling us what they think and telling us how to feel but that's just going to overstimulate our mind and we're not going to be able to think as an individual we're not going to be able to trust our instincts we're not going to be able to trust our gut because we're going to be flooded with too much background noise to do so Because when you get to the point where you know yourself better than anyone and you have your best interest at heart, you won't have to rely on other people's opinions. I remember so many times where this is how bad it got. It truly got to the point where like if someone didn't answer their phone or if like someone didn't text me back, you know, when I was asking for their opinion or wanted to hear what they would do or like what to message back, what to text back, you know, all the little things, all the little things. If I didn't get that instant you know, response from someone, my anxiety spiked and heightened and I would not be able to go on. Like I wouldn't be able to like complete the task that I was asking them about without their direction and validation. And that's what's sad looking back because I realize now with the trust in myself that I had is I didn't have is that I wanted to have my best interest at heart, but I didn't. And I wanted to know myself better than anyone else, and I didn't. Now I'm at a space where none of that, the background noise, I don't look for that anymore. I trust myself enough to know that I've made it this far. And a lot of that was with the help of a lot of people, but I have made it this far. 
And I can continue to thrive in life just based off of my own instincts. I trust myself enough now to know that the decisions that I make, I am worthy of making my own decisions. I am you know, secure enough within myself to know what's best for me. And even if I don't get it right the first time, because again, that's a big fear that what if I, what if I get it wrong? What if I don't get it right? Okay. So what? You redirect. It's not the end of the world. And that was a big, you know, reality check for me because I would just work myself up so much because I didn't, I felt like I had to make the right decision. If, and I didn't, and if I didn't make the right decision, that was it. But that's not it. That's just simply not it. The world is not going to end if you make a mistake. It's okay. And giving myself that grace, giving myself that wiggle room to be like, you're human. And if you make the wrong choice, it's okay. It's just a part of the path. I trust myself enough to know that everything happens for a reason. And every decision I make, every person I let into my life, every you know step that I make, towards my future. It's all happening for a reason and it's all going to work out the way it's supposed to. And I trust myself enough to make the decisions to help me get there along the way. So that's kind of my summary on trust and trusting myself and how I got there because it wasn't really like a turning point. I don't really think it was like one day I woke up and I just, you know, trusted myself. It really just, you know, rooted from having a good relationship with myself and realizing that I can make decisions. You know, I can do hard things. And, you know, I see so many of your guys' comments and questions on like the what would Sav do's and whatever, talking about like how to trust that I'm making the right decision, how to trust that, you know, I'm doing the right thing. And you know, you just do. And if not, you will find out. And I think that a lot of that comes from the control like the control freaks in us because we always, you know, want to have control on everything and we want to make the right decision and we want to be able to, you know, say that we did the right thing. But the fact of the matter is, is that we can't control everything. And this is something that I'm learning along the way as well, because we've talked about it before. I am probably one of the biggest control freaks you'll ever meet. And I'm learning that I can't control everything, nor do I want to. And I can't control whether or not I'm going to make the right decision. I'm going to be logical. I'm not going to act on emotion. I'm not going to be, you know, like, and when I say act on emotion, I mean like if I'm in an overly emotional state, if I'm really upset or if I'm really, you know, I'm frustrated or whatever, I'm not going to make a rash decision in that moment. I'm going to be logical about the decisions that I make. But I trust myself to make the decision, whatever that may be. And I think that something else that I kind of want to touch on, it follows into this topic and that is, you know, anxiety and trust when it comes to new relationships and just relationships in general and this is honestly something that could probably be its own episode and I feel like I have a leg to stand on in this conversation just because I feel like I have been having many of these conversations with my friends lately about and a lot with you guys I see your guys's questions as well there was even one today about how to trust that you're doing the right thing in a relationship, meaning like how to trust your partner, how to trust that everything's going to go okay, how to trust that, you know, everything's going to work out and all of those things. And again, my standpoint on this, and this is why I'm bringing it up in this episode, it again comes back to trusting yourself. And I think that you can apply this in every facet that you look at, whether that's with family, friends, business, location, if you're making a move, like whatever it is. I think that trusting yourself that 
no matter what happens in this process of life and whatever you know facet you're looking at under the umbrella of trust that you have to trust yourself that you know yourself well enough to make the right decision for you This really ties into the relationship facet of it because I think that a lot of us are very afraid when going from one relationship to the next after being burned, after being, you know, heartbroken or after being treated poorly, going into a new relationship. How do I trust that this is the right person? How do I trust that this is what's right for me? How do I trust that I'm doing the right thing by, you know, being in a relationship with this person? And first of all, you're never going to know until you know. So this whole overanalyzing, trying to control the situation by waiting for the other shoe to drop, you're never going to know until you know. And there's no point in constantly being in a relationship where you are overanalyzing, hyperfixating, and worrying 24-7, waiting for that other shoe to drop because you're just going to exhaust yourself. You're going to be drained and you're going to be miserable. And at that point, you might as well not even be in the relationship. So if you're sitting there and you're like, Sav, I just, you know, I don't know if I'm making the right decision. I don't know if I can trust myself. I don't know if what I'm doing is right. And again, in this circumstance, we're more so talking about when people, you know, haven't shown you any bad yet. If nothing bad has happened and you're waiting for the shoe to drop because we could talk about many instances where the shoe like 17 shoes have already dropped and at that point yeah maybe you shouldn't maybe we don't need to trust anymore maybe we can move on to the next however in situations where the other shoe hasn't dropped nothing bad has happened you know you're actually in a healthy relationship with someone who is showing interest that's a really special thing to hold on to it's really really special and you need to be able to trust that some people are good. And I feel like that's a really big miss that we have made on a, as a society where everyone tells you to shut your feelings off. Everyone tells you don't have feelings, don't be vulnerable, don't you know open up to anyone, blah, blah, blah. That's not going to get us anywhere. That's literally going to get us nowhere. It's going to halt the process. It's like we no one might as well even communicate with each other at that point if no one is going to be vulnerable, if no one is going to open up. So my point in this is that you have to trust yourself in the fact that you are choosing someone who is a good person and we've all been burned. We've all been treated poorly. We've all, hopefully not all, but some of us have been cheated on. There's always going to be those experiences, but if we just hold on to those experiences so tightly and just think that everyone else is out there is going to do the same thing, we're going to drive ourselves crazy because we are always going to be on edge and we're never going to be able to fully enjoy the moment without thinking that there's an ulterior motive behind it. And that's just not a healthy way to live. Trust yourself enough to think and know that you can choose good people, that good people can be around you, that you deserve to be with someone who is good. You can't control everything. You simply can't. You can't control whether or not someone is going to do something behind your back. You can't control whether or not someone is going to cheat on you. You can't control whether or not someone is going to lie to you. You can't do it. If you could, it would have saved a lot of people by this point. But sadly, you can't. But what you can control is how you show up in a relationship. You can control how you contribute. And if someone is going to be stupid enough, if someone is going to be stupid enough to throw that away for whatever reason, 
that's their loss. It truthfully is their loss and you lost nothing. You actually gain a lesson and you lose someone who could not see your potential and that's no one you want in your life, period. So this one quote, you know, that I really love, it resonates a lot. Just, you know, it could be for family, friends, relationships. It doesn't matter, but it ties into this conversation of trusting yourself enough to know that you're going to be okay. Trusting yourself enough to know that you're going to pick yourself up and you're going to move on if something happens, you know, if the bad, if the other shoe does drop and to also never knock yourself for being a good person. I think all of us like to bring out the petty side sometimes and we like to be like, oh, I'm going to one up them. They want to play. Let's play. And sometimes that side does come out, but you will never regret being a good person and you'll never regret having a good heart. And that's what this quote says. So it says, as much as people have failed you, never regret having a good heart. Everything comes back full circle and a pure heart will always have the last word. And I just think that that's something that everyone can take away from this is that no matter what happens, you'll never be upset with yourself for having a good heart. I could sit here and tell you all the petty ways to play the game, but we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about having a good heart today. The petty stuff will come for another episode, but honestly, you'll never regret being a good person and having a good heart. And you'll also never regret following your instincts. Your instincts will never steer you wrong. And so I just wanted to throw that in about the relationship part. I know you might be like, Sav, where did that even come from? That was very random. But when looking at a lot of your submissions today for episode topics, a lot of it had to do with trust and new relationships, how to let go of, you know, the doom and gloom over your head of what happened in the past relationship. And I could sit here and say all the cliches. And I feel like a lot of the cliches have to do with, you know, how it's not fair to drag in a new person into your old relationship and to bring in those old problems into a new relationship. But anyways, I just decided to throw that in there because it wasn't enough to make its whole own episode about, even though I could probably ramble on about this forever. But I think it ties into the trusting yourself, trusting yourself that you're making the right decisions. You're protecting your peace. You're protecting your energy. You are protecting your heart and who you allow into it good things deserve to happen to you and you should understand that and know that and trust that. And I just really want you guys to get to the point where you feel like you can trust yourself and you don't have to be, you know, debilitated with anxiety because you don't know what the right decision to make in your life is and you don't know what the best thing for you is. Really get to know yourself. But my purpose with this episode was really just wanting you guys to get to the point where you feel like you can trust yourself with anything. And again, it all stems back to just having a good relationship with yourself, being in tune with yourself, being in tune with your emotions. And I think it's just a really important topic that doesn't get talked about enough because I think that we're just expected to go through everyday life like making all of these very big decisions and it can be daunting and it can be overwhelming and you should be proud of yourself for getting to this point and trust that you're going to make good decisions for yourself in the future. So that you guys is this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm sorry if you heard thunder a million times over in this episode. I'm trying to kind of wrap this up before the power goes out because I actually think it's really, really dark out there. And I think that that's the point where we're getting at. So I'm going to cut it off here, but thank you guys so much for joining me today. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. That way you never miss an episode. We post weekly on the podcast every Wednesday and the YouTube video goes up every Thursday and you're not going to want to miss it. I'll be back next week with a brand new one for you guys. And I love you. Bye.